Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. I'm your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Dr. Philip Blair, a Colonel U.S. Army, now retired, graduated from West Point in 1972, trained in family medicine, served as a combat physician in Gulf War, and retired after 29 years in uniform. He manages complex diseases for workers' insurance programs, and since 2014, he has been treating consulting, and lecturing on non-psychoactive cannabidiol. He has, provided consult- he has provided consultations over 1,000 patients, health professionals, parents, and businesses in a dozen countries about how CBD can improve serious medical disorders. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Blair. I'm extremely excited to have you on. And I'm excited to be talking with you too about this very important topic. So, I know that I just did a little brief synopsis of your history, but tell our listeners who you are, what brought you into the cannabis industry, and where you've acquired your cannabis knowledge. That's great. I would be happy to explain that. First off, I started off within the military right out of high school. I went to the military academy, went through that training, went into a field artillery actually was my first specialty. I went on to medical school two years later and went into family practice and practiced within the military for 24 years in addition to my service prior to that. So, and then I retired in 1996. I was doing some different positions, uh, but developed a disease management program at one point for workers' injuries focused on kidney disease. And from there, I realized that the disease management was a very important topic and an area that I could meet a lot of patients' needs and and I meet my needs in terms of helping people with complex problems that weren't getting better by the standard medical practices that were going on. And I was looking for something more. I worked with a, with a dietitian working on a dietary approach, which was highly effective, but there was still something missing. And I wanted to take it a step farther. And that's when I was introduced by a physical therapist to cannabidiol and what it could possibly do. I did the, the research on it. I reviewed it. I did the literature searches found out an extraordinary amount of this um, incredible gold mine of potential, as well as starting to use it myself, in my family, and my patients. I watched my neighbors just transform before my eyes, and I realized this had huge potential for a wide range of problems. And so I've incorporated that in my practice, and I'm focusing now as a medical consultant an advisor about cannabidiol, speaking with patients as well as companies and organizations uh, to help them and providers and trying uh, helping them to figure out what the best way or how they could use cannabidiol in their practice. So it sounds like you have been doing a lot of research and you have gained a lot of knowledge and you've seen a lot of people be helped. So here's a pretty uh, blunt question for you. What's a good soldier like yourself doing at a place like Elixinol? I mean, this company definitely is dealing in the cannabis arena at a very high level. 
how did you find yourself there and what are you doing there? Well, first off, you see my very conservative and conventional background, but in all of that time, I've never been really satisfied with conventional medicine, nor the the information that I have been fed by the medical associations and the standard medical practice. It really hasn't been as effective as was hoped to be. So I have always been looking for alternatives and is sort of an out-of-the-box thinking to try to figure out what else could be and then embracing a different dietary approach, contrary to what the American Medical Association has backed up, and looking at different approaches to other things, cannabinoid therapy, which I was totally ignorant of more than three years ago, not even realizing how significant and how important it was in our life, even though it had been discovered in the early 1990s. Wow. Well, I think a lot of people are in the same place as you were many years ago. Um, and as we continue to educate, we will see more and more open their eyes to this amazing plant and the health benefits it has. Now, I heard you comment your conventional background in military medicine has ill-prepared you for popular disease. Can you elaborate on what this statement means for our listeners well, I wanted to emphasize that this conventional background where I was following the guidelines and the, and the directives within the entire medical establishment and the standards that had been set up by large committees and organizations influenced by different sources, trying to follow those and trying to get success with my patients, have them resolve many of the conditions. But time and time again, I found that it wasn't really meeting their needs entirely, that there was some improvement, but many patients were being left by the way and not achieving the, the goals and the expectations that they had for their lives, nor that I had for myself as a provider, helping people to live their life more comfortably and more effectively. Well, it sounds like you're on a really good road, and we do need to take just a very short break. But when we come back, we will continue our discussion with cannabis expert Dr. Philip Blair of Elixinol. More when High Unhealthy returns in just a moment. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now But a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. 
Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy. My guest today is Dr. Philip Blair, who in 2002 became Vice President for Disease Management at AWAC, Inc., where he developed a highly successful interventional approach to chronic disease, saving employers over $24 million. Since 2011, his own company, ProHealth Advisor, has provided innovative disease management by telemedicine to clients in all states. Dr. Blair has researched, explored, and applied industrial hemp cannabidiol, CBD, to clinical care for patients, organizations, and other health professionals across the United States and into Australia and the UK. Now, we were just chatting about how his military background did not set him up for mainstream success, but I'd like to ask now, there has been a discussion about the disappointment in managing chronic disease with our contemporary medicine and standard American diet. I call it the sad diet. Can you enlighten uh, us on your opinions on this subject matter and how you're seeing things kind of change from what we've been taught for so long? Well, we're learning right now that a lot of the food, the food pyramid that we were introduced to perhaps 30 or 40 years ago is all wrong, that the guidelines that we were given uh, really don't make a whole lot of sense. And that in many ways, we have to get away from those particular uh, criteria. They have not uh, shown themselves to be highly effective. And what I mean mainly is the fear of fat. Somehow that fat is this evil substance and that we need to avoid it. That's not the case at all. And by following those particular guidelines, we've set ourselves up to uh, some very chronic diseases, such as diabetes in particular, but also leading to um, the follow-on diseases that come from diabetes in terms of obesity, of uh, inflammation, um, chronic pain, um, and then then that leads actually to other diseases like eye disease and kidney disease. And all of these things could be averted. Now, that's just one measure, uh, but within conventional medicine, a lot of what is being uh, practiced is drug therapy. In fact, many of our physicians are just handing out prescriptions, but those prescriptions have to be approved prescriptions by going through the pharmaceutical and industry and the FDA. But that is often not the best way to treat patients. And yet for expediency, it seems like clinical offices are prescribing these more and more easily. And that may be one of the problems why we've run into this opioid epidemic that's now ongoing. Yeah, the opioid epidemic is absolutely disastrous to, I think, any country that has assumed this as a treatment for chronic pain and even temporary pains. Now, I know you have personally been working on the cutting edge for better ways to serve our soldiers and our nation. What have you discovered that you believe more should understand? Well, the 
the really exciting part about exploring um, the endocannabinoid system is that PTSD, this post-traumatic stress disorder, actually lies a lot in its its basis in see within the endocannabinoid system. After an injury, there is a shift in the metabolism and in the characteristics of the brain cell that make it quite vulnerable and the endocannabinoid system seems to be distorted in that. There's a lot of other diseases. In fact, we're discovering that more and more conditions are really related to an endocannabinoid deficiency. But this is strikingly so for PTSD, where we see increased number of uh, CB1 type of receptors and very decreased levels of the actual endocannabinoids, those substances that um, that interface and and monitor and regulate our body's immunologic, our neurotransmitters, and our hormonal systems. And so this is a key area. And what can we do to address endocannabinoid deficiencies in PTSD? Looking over the literature and reviewing that, it was very clear that cannabidiol offers a number of solutions for this dreaded and serious problem that's leading to number of suicides on a daily basis in our country and among our military professionals. Yes, it's so sad to see so many men and women out there willing to risk their lives for um, what we call our nation's freedom and then being treated so terribly once they return home. So many homeless veterans I see just in my local neighborhood around the Arizona area. And, you know, I really believe that there are so many more ways that we can help others and including these people who have went and fought for us. Now, I wanted you to speak a little further on your CBD enlightenment and this brave new world that you see. Well, I'd like to go a little bit farther into the PTSD because what I've seen specifically uh, among the veterans that I've been involved with is um, a very directed action for cannabidiol on this disorder that actually could lead to remissions, very early remissions in the use of it because cannabidiol actually works on a couple of very important pathways um, in fear memory to block the re recruit to block the recurrent thoughts that happen over and over again in this problem. At the same time, it's extinguishing some of those memories, those fear memories that are involved with it. And what I've seen with several of the people that I've worked with is actually a resolution of the PTSD in fairly short order so that the problem goes away. They're actually seeming to go into remission without any major problems with allowing them to actually reduce the dose of CBD over time rather than an increase of dose. And it bypasses all of the other medications that are being used in this particular situation. They're actually not needed. Wow, this is some amazing results that you've been seeing with the clients that you've been personally serving. Now, you've worked with over a thousand individuals. Would you tell this experience transforming patients' lives with CBD has changed you personally? Absolutely. This is so remarkable to um, have the experience of seeing someone's life change right before my eyes for the better where they are suddenly awakened. They have hope. They have enthusiasm. 
They have resolution of so many issues. I'm not saying that they've become perfect, that they're absolutely returned to normal, but this is a process of of returning to normal, of reestablishing homeostasis so that people can deal with their life in a very positive way and get about the business of life and the things that they've always wanted to do and to be able to do that. It It's not really a, too exciting to restore homeostasis except if you've lost it, if you've lost that balance in your life and to be able to come back to it and maybe even return, go backwards uh, 10 years in your life to restore yourself to uh, improved health and recovery. It's so exciting to see this in people's lives. And when I, I hear individuals um, who, when they make this transition, it's so exciting. I'd like you to tell you I'd like to tell you one story about uh, Joe. And Joe um, was uh, a a Korean war veteran that I started one of my initial patients that I was using and I saw his life transform right in front of me. His family had asked me to look in on him because he was sitting in a chair watching television, wasn't doing anything, wasn't communicating very much, uh, had a great deal of difficulty moving around, seemed to be in quite a bit of pain. It seemed as though he might have some level of dementia, but that had not been clearly diagnosed. I started using some of the, the Elixinol CBD on him and on a regular basis. And the remarkable changes, they were so surprising because he, he woke up and he told me later after he had been using CBD for a while, he described himself as uh, a piece of broccoli in a chair. And that after using CBD, he had awoken and he was now able to relate some of the experiences that he had in Korea in taking a foxhole, uh, an enemy foxhole and going there with his buddies and all of them dying except him. And he was the only one to make it back to the friendly lines. And he hadn't been able to discuss that in the, some 40 years that in, after that experience. At that point, he actually told me he, he wanted me to help him write a book about his Korean War experiences because he remembered every detail down to the doctor's name uh, that he had worked with. And that's not the only case of dementia that I've seen transformed using cannabidiol. That absolutely touching story. I so appreciate you sharing Joe's story with all of our listeners. I hope that people can really take that in and hear how people that are dealing with PTSD and many other traumas in their life could be possibly dealing with it and that we really do need to open up our hearts and be more compassionate to these individuals and really love on them so that we can educate them enough so that they're willing to try something new. This cutting-edge science truly is new for most people. Now, we do need to take a very short break, but when we come back, we will continue with Dr. Philip Blair, Medical Director of Elixinol. More when High and Healthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. 
It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High Unhealthy. My guest today is retired U.S. Army Colonel Philip Blair, medical doctor. He is a family physician providing disease management for small business employees in several states. He graduated from West Point in 1972, attended the University of Miami, a school of medicine, and trained as an Army family. Since 2011, Pro Health Advisor has provided innovative disease management by telemedicine to clients in 50 states. We were just discussing a story about a patient that Dr. Blair had worked with, uh, Joe. It was absolutely amazing to hear the transformation that this man had made. Now, Dr. Blair, I wanted to ask, how does CBD work? What is this endocannabinoid system that you mentioned? And I know that we've already talked a bit about how this supplement has improved PTSD, but maybe you can elaborate just a little more. Wow, that's a a mouthful, and that could be a couple-hour discussion, uh, (laughs) but I'll try to attack that as best I can. Well, how does CBD work? I think that it's better to approach the endocannabinoid system first. We have that we've discovered and scientists have discovered that we have a complex network and system right within our bodies, much like the uh, hormonal system the immunologic system, um, the gastrointestinal system. And it is the endocannabinoid system. This was taken from uh, the uh, word uh, cannabis and having found that as an as an, a ligand or a connection to these particular receptors. What has been found is that this is quite diverse throughout the body. There are these receptors and these um, substances that, uh, that the body produces to connect up with these receptors and have a master controlling effect on the body. It works on the immunologic system, on the neurotransmitters, and on the hormone systems, regulating them by maintaining normal It's not a matter of pushing it one way or another. It's a matter of creating an environment of uh, balance uh, and everything working together properly. So 
within the endocannabinoid system over the last 20 years since it was discovered in the 1990s, we have learned that there are many more connections to the endocannabinoid system that we ever thought were possible. The connections that uh, of how things work. In fact, what we're discovering is that all of our mechanisms that are involved with sleep, with uh, diet and appetite, with energy regulation, with pain, with behavior, all of these things and uh, dealing with trauma of any kind, all of these things seem to be connected in one way or another with the endocannabinoid system. Now, what turns out with cannabidiol, it works and it connects to the endocannabinoid system and it helps maintain it and regulate it, it in a very positive way. It doesn't push it in one direction or another. It balances the endocannabinoid system, especially in areas and at times when the endocannabinoid system is out of balance. And what we've discovered is the endocannabinoid system is frequently out of balance, especially with those chronic diseases. Now, what cannabidiol does is it, it goes in and it store the endocannabinoid it seems to rebalance it so that it can function better and we can be returned to homeostasis. For cannabidiol, it's, it's been called a very promiscuous molecule because not only is it working on the endocannabinoid system in balancing that, but it's working on dozens and dozens of other receptor systems and interfacing at almost all major organ systems within the body. Just extraordinary in terms of its effects and benefits, actually well beyond what the endocannabinoid system is connected with. That is absolutely sounding like a miracle. And I think that Mother Nature knows best. And I really hope that within just hearing those few words that you spoke, our listeners are able to truly get a better understanding of this plant and why it is so imperative that we have it in our lives and we're taking it as a supplement daily. So I've heard that there are some myths about CBD. Um, what do you see about these myths and how can we break these barriers to attain acceptance by the public? One of the biggest myths, of course, is that it comes from cannabis and that cannabis is a problem with the in fact, that's the opposite case, that cannabis should be well accepted. It's been part of our country ever since its founding and the founding fathers. So that's probably the first barrier, this, this cultural barrier, and some of the um, um, weed madness that uh, has was a part of that negative propaganda that started in 1937. So we're still dealing with those particular barriers and people are trying to avoid anything that could be possibly related to cannabis. But I, I always try to emphasize that cannabidiol can is found in marijuana, but it's also found in industrial hemp that doesn't contain any significant amounts of uh, th, uh, of THC, and therefore it's almost um, pure of CBD, but with a whole plant um, uh, features on it. And what I mean by that is that it contains the uh, flavonoids, uh, the um, other cannabinoids, um, the polyphenols, all of these other substances that play a major role in 
how cannabidiol can work within the body to balance the whole plant and full spectrum effect that is uh, gives a considerably improved response, much better than any isolated substance. O- along the same lines, we're seeing that um, the uh, one of the barriers that we run into that at least I'm dealing only from industrial hemp derived and full spectrum cannabidiol is that there is a myth that whenever cannabidiol is used, it won't work without THC. And that's absolutely not true. It's within the studies that have been done. And well over uh, 1,500 studies have been performed with CBD that it does work independently, require THC. Now, it does work better best with a full balance and a full spectrum of uh, the cannabinoids that come from the natural plant, just as we advocate for a whole plant type of uh, nutrition, the same would be true for cannabidiol. Those are the major barriers that I encounter with CBD. And the other, there's one other that I encounter, and that is the idea that CBD is a drug. It doesn't fit within the, the paradigm of drugs in that you want to maintain blood levels or that it has a specific dose effect. That isn't the case at all. It has to be considered as an herbal or as a food substance and that it's providing that supplementation that your body needs to rebalance itself. There's no problem. There's no significant adverse effect from using cannabidiol, but there's a host of significant um, positive effects that come from it. And there's no toxicity to using cannabidiol, no matter what the dose. A number of studies have been shown that that has not been a problem. That's all very exciting news. So why is it so important to find a really high quality CBD product that is open with its sourcing and its laboratory testing data? Why would somebody be concerned and not just want to go down to maybe the corner store, or jump on amazon.com and grab just any CBD product? Why do we need to really be careful about what we're doing and what we're using? We need to be really careful about which CBD product we're using because we don't know where it's sources in general, nor do we know the actual contents. Some studies were done in 2015 that showed that many of the products that were being offered online or at health food stores actually didn't contain any CBD. So that was very disturbing for the entire industry, the fact that there could be these adulterated or empty products that were out there. And that's a negative that has a negative impact on the entire industry because people might try it and say, this doesn't work, it's not effective, and they'll be turned off to the possibility of using it. If you go to a good company who's using a source that is wholesome, that is organically grown, that is uh, providing uh, full laboratory testing, then you know exactly what is in it, as well as of the CBD or the particular target molecule that you're looking for, as well as getting a good idea of what the balance in the spectrum of the plant that you're receiving. That way you can get the best possible results and some consistent results that work exactly for you and your condition and your makeup. Because it dis- it's different. Everybody responds to CBD differently. There's no one set dose. And so that's why it's better to think of this more as a herbal supplement 
rather than any kind of drug effect. Well, I really appreciate you explaining that for everyone because I really do think that that's really important for everyone to realize that yourself, Dr. Blair, may need a certain milligram daily to get the results that you're looking to achieve. Myself is going to be different and every single individual's body is consuming different things, breathing different things, drinking different things, living a different lifestyle, different stresses, and really being able to understand that this is an herb and that we need to listen to our bodies and really, you know, kind of come back to ourselves and our nature and listening to what we need internally to find our right supplement size is absolutely great advice. Now, I've also heard this term sexy being used when speaking about CBD restoring homeostasis. Why would this be? Well, what I wanted to get across uh, in with that term, and I think what they're focusing on when they're using the term with sexy and homeostasis is that they are quite contrasting. The whole idea of restoring homeostasis isn't very exciting. It's not very sexy in the advertising realm, but it's very important for those people who have lost key elements in their natural balance and they're dealing with chronic illnesses because of that loss of homeostasis. So lastly, I'd love to know how CBD helps performance milestones for athletes and these weekend warriors who go out and do these amazing, you know, extreme runs and do all these different types of, you know, extreme exercises. You know, this ninja show is very popular, uh, American Ninja Warrior. How can CBD help performance of athletes and average people? That's really exciting information about how CBD can and can help in performance, not only for athletes and weekend warriors, but real warriors, real warriors that are in combat who are facing potential trauma. And the same thing occurs for all these people is that they are subject to different types of trauma. And if they get injured, are they going to get a complication from it? Now, CBD has clearly been shown in a number of preclinical studies to protect against those serious complications of injury. And that includes um, a traumatic brain injury as well as PTSD. But just for the average athlete, I'm seeing some amazing things and I'm getting consistent feedback from on athletes. Those those side benefits. So oftentimes we hear about these adverse side effects, but with CBD I'm constantly f- learning about these side benefits that people experience. Things like improved mental focus and improved uh, visual focus uh, where uh, distances can be seen more clearly greater confidence, determination, goal-oriented behavior, plus the analgesic effect and the reduced inflammation for fast recovery after some of those serious injuries. I know athletes who have been in activities as well as uh, fighters. Um, That usually takes a considerable amount of time to recover from. Using CBD, people recover fast from that, just a matter of a day or two, and they're back in the pink and they're able to go back to improve performance. Now, in addition, people can see changes in my experience with the right dose of CBD just in their vision. They'll see an improved um, uh, definition of and uh, almost like um, smaller pixels when they're watching. And also is uh, there's an ability to hold your breath longer. And uh, there's an immediate lifting of the mood 
that is present. Almost all the patients that I talk to when they first start with their CBD and I listen to them as they take their first dose, I can hear them chuckle. It's almost a universal sign that they've gotten their first effects from CBD is that chuckle and humor and the improved mood. But the major thing that I see with cannabidiol is, and in athletes, is that protection events against those complications of serious injury. Wow, that is definitely a mouthful and so much benefit from this, you know, plant and the different molecules that we have found on it. I am so excited to see what the future holds and I hope that we can have you on again, Dr. Blair. We have to wrap it up, but to continue this discussion, you can visit a6wellness.com. You can download episodes by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the show on social media by searching A6 Wellness. We cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Dr. Philip Blair of Elixinol. It was amazing and wonderful chatting with you and learning so much today. And lastly, thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, action. A6 Wellness. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.